0: We need to do better. We must do better because all of our clientele, all of our stakeholders are using apps on mobile phones that evolve every night, every day. And as a result, have a level of service, customer service that is absolutely astonishing. So the comparison becomes even starker and starker with every day they're passing.
1: Today on the Daily Scoop podcast from the Scoop News Group, the future of digital services in government, Commerce CIO Andre Mendez shares how agencies should be approaching modernization in the 21st century. It's Thursday, September 14th, 2023. Welcome to the Daily Scoop podcast, where you will hear the latest news and trends facing government leaders. I'm the host of the Daily Scoop podcast, Billy Mitchell. Here's what's happening now. The Department of Veterans Affairs and contractor Oracle Cerner believe they will resume rollout of the VA's troubled electronic health record system by next summer. Senior leaders from both parties testified at a House Appropriations Oversight hearing on implementation of the VA's EHRM initiative and floated summer of 2024 as when they'd look to continue launching the EHR and additional VA hospitals. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough will next year make the final decision regarding the EH rollout timeframe. Some lawmakers, though, want action sooner, including Texas Republican Tony Gonzalez, who during the hearing threatened to defund the program, asking, quote, would that light a fire in terms of fixing this program? The 5th Congressional Hackathon took place Thursday afternoon, providing a venue to share ideas about tech solutions for legislative branch issues in a forum that has gradually become a fixture for those seeking to modernize Congress. New this year is support from the House's Office of the Chief Administrative Officer, which is serving as a co-host for the first time alongside party leaders. That growing institutional backing is a milestone for the event, its organizers told FedScoop. Former staffers and tech advocates praised the event for providing a unique launch pad for a dialogue about tech solutions in Congress. Those discussions, they said, have contributed to major tech projects like providing public access to raw legislative data, digitizing casework processes for constituents, and even helping jumpstart an app for congressional tours. You can read about these stories and much more at fedscoop.com. FedScoop hosted its annual FedTalk September 6th in Washington, D.C. Now in its 14th year, the event is the largest annual gathering of C-level executives, leaders, and innovators from the government and tech community. A sure highlight of the day came in a FedTalk from Commerce CIO Andre Mendes. During his energy-filled keynote, Mendes explored what the future of digital services and government could look like and shared advice for how CIOs should approach modernization to get to that point. Let's listen in now to that keynote from Mendez at Fed Talks.
0: Is my time running already? Oh, they've already stole 25 seconds from me. Very good. Uh, And I'm gonna cover three billion years in 10 minutes, so this is gonna go very fast. Uh, A few disclaimers, real quick. My presentation, my thoughts, nobody else's, not the Department of Commerce's. Um, No mention of a company, organizational product constitutes an endorsement. Um, And it's time to think big. It's time to think big because big things are afoot with all of the new technology being introduced. So, an accelerating evolutionary road from proka- prokaryotes, single cell u- uh, organisms, to sentiency took about three and a half to four billion years. From sentiency to yours truly, homo sapiens sapiens, seven million years. From homo sapiens sapiens to ENIAC, sort of the first commercial computer, 300,000 years. From ENIAC to HP Frontier, the latest and greatest in supercomputers, 77 years. And from HP Frontier to engineer sentiency, I don't know. But the trend is very clear. Enormous leaps in functionality, smaller and smaller timeframes, right? So far shorter timelines, far faster progress. This will not stop anytime soon. It's going to continue. So this is driven by basically infinite computing power. 2001, top 500 supercomputer leader, fastest in the world. Keeping in mind that a gigaflop is a billion floating point operations per second, IBM ascii White clocked in at 7,226 gigaflops. Very impressive. 2023, 22 years later, top 500 supercomputer leader, the first one to get into the exaflop, quintillion floating point operations per second. And HPE Frontier broke that barrier at 1.2 billion gigaflops, so a billion billion floating-point operations. Aurora and El Capitan, the next items coming up the list, will reach two exaflops this year. The barriers to entry because of this at the bottom, at the top, The barriers of entry at the bottom are dropping dramatically. The amount of purchasing power, of computing power that you can get for almost nothing is enormous, right? And so what does that mean? Enormous boon for innovation because everybody is getting on the game. Everybody is getting in the game. And at the same time, this is going to translate into a very rapid AI acceleration, and you're seeing it. I mean, you're seeing it just explode upon our consciousness. And this is even before quantum computing is really at the table. And that will be the next leap that will get us to the next level, right? So we are immersed in this cauldron of enormous evolution and progress. Um, We get inured to the underlying speed, and sometimes we have trouble understanding how fast it's going. So it's interesting to go back and see. Commercial electricity, 1879. Commercial computer, 1951. It was the Census, Department of Census from Commerce, by the way, that bought it. Commercial TCP IP, that is about as ubiquitous as it gets. 1988 by a company called UUNet. I, I own some of their stock. It's a wallpaper in my bathroom. <laughs> First smartphone, 1994, IBM Simon. How many of you heard of it or use it? Yeah, right. <laughs> Google, 2003, 20 years, just two days ago, right? Facebook, 2004. And now you know you're looking at literally hundreds of millions, if not uh, you know, over a billion users, right? Unbelievable. X: So-called Twitter. 2006, just about as everybody's using it for news and everything else. Instagram, 2010. And for those of you who are using Facebook, welcome to Old Age. Uh, <laughs> I use it all the time to talk with my 88-year-old mother in Portugal. Instagram, different ball game, but that too will pass. Chat GPT: 2022. Right? 2022, and here it is exploding. Meanwhile, back on yours and my agency across the federal government and state governments and local governments, every OCIO is still creating an IT strategy. Why? The market dictates that. You just have to follow it, quite honestly. And then you have little nuances for your particular business model. Agencies still create and classify their own PDs independently, an amazing waste of money and time. Right? Organizational units order and configure government furnished equipment. It's like we can't even get that right. Right? Supply chain risk assessments are done by all agencies on the same subject companies and we don't share it with anybody. IAAs and other interagency stuff is nightmarish. Absolutely nightmarish, right? Hiring is insanely lengthy and complicated. How many of you have problems hiring? Oh, it's just me? Okay. <laughs> All right, okay, we'll go with that. Uh, Contracting is still akin to black magic. I am still amazed at how long it takes before the first protest even starts, right? Yeah, and you know that that's the case, right? Crucial processes are done with pencil and calculators. One of my friend's CIOs told me about a process done with a pencil and calculator, I won't tell you who he is and what the process is, but it will affect every single one of you somewhere along the line. Information is often outdated, inaccurate, and late. I mean, you can go into a website for a government agency and you will find an unbelievable amount of obsolete information. I don't care which which agency it is, it's an incredibly painful process. Many, many other examples that you're all familiar with. We need to do better, we must do better because all of our clientele, all of our stakeholders are using apps on mobile phones that evolve every night, every day. And as a result, have a level of service, customer service that is absolutely astonishing. So the comparison becomes even starker and starker with every day that passes. This is something that we need to do something about. So what about digital services? Well, this is gonna require a complete reformulation. Fed digital services deserves a complete overhaul. There is a meager number of uh, websites out there that even can claim human-centered design. By and large, they don't. IVRs must be replaced with AI-driven chatbots. If you've been driven nuts by an IVR, you know what I'm talking about. It's absolutely insane. There's much better technology out there, and a lot of our commercial friends are using it on a daily basis, right? CX and and HCD are rare, and they must become the norm. But we can't all go about it different ways in different agencies and different sub-agencies and different departments and organizational units. It will generate absolute chaos and will replace all kinds of incredibly difficult to maintain stuff with incredible to maintain new stuff. So we got to do better. Almost every online presence must be replaced. You're talking about literally millions upon millions of web pages that must go. So this is an enormous task. Mobile platforms and apps must be prioritized. This is where our audience is going. This is where our audience is. And so the thought that our main interface is through websites, it's got to go. Service integration with easy navigation, right? Again, what you see in the private sector is what you need to see in the federal government. And that's a big task. I'm, I'm, myself, I propose that we should have an individual integrated federal, state, and local government portals that allows you to navigate through the thing in in your app, in your mobile phone, and get access to every system that you need to. And that is possible. Built around the persona, the citizen, and not the government. Towards 100% navigable self-service. And is anybody out there doing this? Yes. Study and possibly follow Estonia's example. Now, of course, they came from nothing in terms of online services. So they had an enormous advantage over all of us who've been around and have enormous amount of legacy. It can be done. But we must first shed all of our legacy modus operandi. We cannot continue doing the same thing that we've been doing and expect to get to a radically different place as fast as we need to by doing so. It is impossible. We must shed the way that we do old business. So what is a CIO to do? Aggressively abstract commodity. You cannot afford to be running systems in your shop. You cannot. You should not be doing this. You should be running applications. You should be designing and modernizing applications. Aggressively consolidate applications and operations. If you have HR systems all over your agency from different organizational units, you're throwing money away. If you're operating all kinds of different SOCs and ESOCs, that should be consolidated, you're throwing money away. All of that needs to be replaced so that we can replace our applications. Aggressively fight customizations. We're in the process of launching an ERP and a grants management system. Guess what, no customizations. Unless they're absolutely essential, no customizations. Best practices from the private sector, best practices from government, your customizations by and large are worthless. There might be a, you know, a minute amount of stuff that needs to be customized, but by and large doesn't happen. Aggressively pursue zero-based budgets. I was surprised when I got to commerce because I asked them to do a zero-based budget and we found out several things that we hadn't used for a long time, we were still paying for. Stop it, just stop it, right? Aggressively identify legacy and leapfrog it. Aggressively hire smart, ignorant iconoclasts. If you keep hiring the same people that have been doing the same processes for 20 years, they will not have the vision to get out of that box, okay? I don't care how young or old they are, but they got to be ignorant about what you do and they got to be iconoclasts. You put those things together, revolution is at hand. Identify the status quo as your biggest risk. Partner with all CXOs in a shared risk model. You cannot do business without dealing with the chief procurement officer, with the chief uh, financial officer, with the the Chico. These have got to be people at the table that understand that this model is what's going to get us to where we need to go. Educate leadership for them to embrace change and to resist resistance, and there will be plenty of resistance. And rededicate your career to momentous change. Who wants to just be doing incremental stuff? Just go out there and knock it out of the park. Just knock it out of the park. It has become easier than ever because of the speed of technology. And then persevere in the maelstrom of resistance because it will come your way fast and furious. Okay? So bonus, one word strategy. Your new strategic plan, at least as far as I'm concerned. Agility. That's it. Nothing else matters. This is the basis of evolution that has created homo sapiens sapiens. Should be the basis of evolution for you to get to the next level. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah.
1: You can learn more about federal digital services at thedailyscooppodcast.com. The Daily Scoop podcast is available on all podcast platforms. If you've already rated the podcast on your platform of choice, thanks so much. High ratings and good reviews of the show help more people to find it. The Daily Scoop Podcast is a production of the Scoop News Group in Washington, D.C. Adam Butler and Carlin Fisher help put the show together and the entire Scoop News Group team contributes. We'll be back next week with brand new episodes. Until then, I'm your host, Billy Mitchell. Thanks so much for listening.